Welcome to The Deep Dark, a podcast where we ask seasoned business minds to tour us through their professional history. This isn't the vapid thumbs up stuff you might find on LinkedIn. We know that if it didn't hurt, it doesn't count. So strap in and get ready to join our guide, Chris Lyon, as we plunge into The Deep Dark. Welcome, Anna. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I want to tell you that this is probably the first time that we have had a company that is in the engineering space. Awesome. So yeah, even though we have a ton of clients that do that, I'm really happy that you're here and that you can kind of articulate what this is for us. We're a special breed. Yeah. So tell me about your business. (laughs) Tell the world about your business. Sure. So um, Dudley Engineering is a structural geotechnical and environmental engineering firm. Okay. Um, We started out as a structural engineering firm. My husband actually founded the company. Um, and he is a structural engineer. I came on, I joined him in 2020. I'm a civil engineer, but I joined him to kind of help run and grow the business. And then uh, last year, we brought on another kind of key team member, and that was Taylor Stinson, who, who brought the geotechnical and environmental um, expertise. So, well, for the audience, what does that mean? Geotechnical. Ge- okay, so yeah. structural. We're talking about making sure buildings stand up. Okay. Um, geotechnical. We're talking about making sure the soils underneath those buildings allow it to ma- to sustain and maintain. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. That's it. So he. So your husband brought you on. So tell me more about your role. Tell me. Tell me how you're leading the charge. Okay. So. Um, my background is in, is in civil engineering, like I said, Yeah. but I was a part of a group that went from about 20 to 75 people in a span of about two and a half years. And wow. so I had experienced those growing pains of growing a business, but specifically an engineering firm mm-hmm. and seeing what that looks like and seeing kind of the, the struggles of it. Um, and so while it took him a while to kind of get me on board, I thought, well, this will never work. We'll right. butt heads. We'll kill each other. Um, he ultimately, Which happens with husband and wife. Too, right, right. right. Yeah. He ultimately got me on board, and, and kind of the stars aligned at the, at the wow. time. And um, I, I would also say, you know, it was kind of a God thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the stars aligned. I came on, and, um, yeah, we, we... Awesome. Yeah. So how were those early days? How did you all work that out? Uh, you know, this is deep dark, right? So right. How, I, you got to let us in because the husband and wife teams, that's tough. It is. Yeah. It is tough. Um, I think that what I always tell people, and, and we, it's funny because we built a house together okay. um, about five or six years ago. They say that's ago. no one cause a divorce. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we made it through that. So, uh, you know, when he finally got me on board, I was like, you know what? If we can build a house together, I guess we can do this, right? So, go. but I think, I think the secret to the house and the secret to this is really we kind of know our lanes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it did take a while to get to a point where we understood what we needed from each other. Right. Um, so certainly communication. Awesome. It's funny because I insist on a weekly meeting, just he and I, and the only time we can really make it work is usually a lunch once a week uh so we have a weekly lunch but it, it's yeah. funny because i think people think oh you go you know you live together you you right. raise kids together and you work together so you must talk all the time and it's like i actually talk less to him <laughs> maybe i used to so that's yeah. why we got to have that well that i really want to dig into dudley but i've got to ask this so you, you what you're telling me is is that even when you're at home with the kids 
business is just not what y'all are talking about. Well, yeah, I, I would say when you have a toddler, not talking about the business is uh, pretty easy it's to pretty do. Easy. We're chasing yeah. him around. Trying to keep your eyelids open. Yeah, we've yeah. got and we've got a seven-year-old too, and she's wonderful, wonderful big sister, wonderful daughter. Um, but we, we do stay pretty focused awesome. on the kids. But I would be lying if I said that most of our date <laughs> nights were not spent talking, talking about, about the business. business. Yep. Yeah, I, before we start, I, I told you I'd... My wife and I do the same thing. Yeah. We really do. And uh, she's a rock star and way, way smarter and better. But at the end, it's the same thing. And, and we'll actually go to dinner and say, okay, no business. And by the end of it, it's – and actually, it's it's dreaming, it's right? Fun, it's right? fun. Right? That's it. Yeah. It, it is. It's a – you know, we are dreaming together and, and mm-hmm. just always thinking about ways to make it better, you know, yeah. for the group that we have and – and yeah. thinking about the really long-term vision of things. So right. it's it really doesn't feel like work most of the time, even right. throughout the week. Right. Um, so. so, you know, but talking about Dudley, so if you could just narrow it down. So could we just say you build things? I mean, is yeah, that, is that really it. where you're that's at? That's the essence of it. We, yeah. we, we create the drawings to allow people to build things. Wow. I'd, I'd, yeah, say that. Okay. That's awesome. And and so what I want to do is I want to I start talking about your team, right? Mm-hmm. So... It takes a lot of work for that to get done, and I know you're a team builder. How how do you go about doing that? What is it? Is it something that you're doing consciously, or is it something that you have that you have steps that you're looking at that you do? How how do you go about that? How do we build a team? That's a tough one. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know, one of the things that uh, as you, as you kind of think about that is is that we have everybody has their challenges, and we have to. We take that word challenge these days, and I know this is kind of funny. We use a different word. We say we have to reframe the way we're looking at yeah. things. And, and, and especially today, there's people come from all different walks of life, and they have different, different viewpoints on how things go and aligning behaviors, especially in our organization. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know, it's a, it's a constant great reframing for us yeah. on how to, how to amend that. And I'm sure you're probably doing the same thing. Yeah, I do. I think reframing is a good term to use. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I do feel like we constantly are keeping our eyes open for people's strengths and, and maybe people's weaknesses and kind of pivoting and, and reassigning. And, right. you know, you have to be careful about how you do that because you don't want to throw right. your team into whiplash or throw any one member of the team into whiplash. But mm-hmm. to really understand, you know, what someone's strength is and where they bring the most value to the organization, right. um, I, I think we just constantly have to track that. Um, so we have, and as a, as a startup, um, we, we do mm. have to do that daily. How many people work so for you now? We're at 22 now. Yeah. Yeah. And so you still count yourself as a startup, even though you've been around for a number of years. I do. I feel like we've, we're doing so many new things all the time. So right. uh, Drew started in 2017. Um, he he kind of slowly built a team. And then in 2020, overnight, we pretty much doubled. Wow. Um, so we acquired a piece of a business um, here in town in College Station and so we brought that team on to join us, and that was that was a tough um, a challenge, a new challenge for us. Um, we brought that piece on, and um, and so what? What were we, we were probably at twelve at that point? Um, and then we really exploded from there. I mean, in twenty twenty one, we started the geotechnical and environmental arm. We brought on Taylor, um, and now in twenty twenty two, we're. We've opened two new offices in other parts of the state, so in Houston and Austin. Okay. And we've sent people out from this location to go there and start that. Um, And so it feels like everything we're doing is new every day. That's awesome. So did you was that 
So were you sitting there? So, you know, let's just say that you did come in 2020. Was there a point in time you said, hey, here's our strategic plan. I'm going to go plant an, an Austin office, a Houston office, and that's going to be our growth structure is planting brick and mortar in other cities. Yeah, we it really started with just the idea of the people, um, of, okay. of our people. And what I mean by that is that we... Um, we knew that we wanted to build this around great, really talented people. Mm-hmm. And people, for whatever reason, don't always want to be in College Station. No way. Really? Yeah, way, way. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's a yeah. great place, and we love it here, and we love the location strategically being in the middle of the Texas Triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love it just culturally. It's a wonderful place, and I'm so proud of everything that's going on here. Right. But um, it's it's still growing. And for a lot of people, it's also, you know, you're driven by where your family is, especially when you start to build your own family. Sure. So we knew that was going to be a challenge, um, is that people, you know, we're going to want to go to Houston, go to go to Austin, and DFW is next on our list. And we didn't want to lose great people because of that. So we, um, when we have a, a great team member and they say, I really need or want to go here, mm-hmm. we say, all right, let's figure out how to do it. Yeah. I'm really interested on how you have figured out how to do that. So, you know, I, I digress from really the point of this, but in the business process of Having a values-oriented team that shares values, you don't want to get rid of them. You're wi- you're really willing to geographically go out of your way and to really, as a capital venture, go ahead and open up a new shop and then do everything it takes from business development to making sure that they have the structure that they need to make sure that everything is working just like it does in your home office. Yeah. How do you go about doing that? Well, we're, we're working our way through it right now. Okay. We really are. We're, we're figuring it out as we go. But I think the key is, for us, we're very proud of our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so making sure that we can maintain that culture is going to be really important to us. So how do we do that? I think one way is that we are um, transplanting our people. Um, and I, I say transplanting. That's probably not the right word. But we are... Um, having people go and work in these different offices from College Station, um, go and work in Houston, for example, for three days, for a week. And we say, hey, you know, we're going to pay for your hotel, um, but we've got these new couple people coming on in Houston. Mm-hmm. They don't know the Dudley way. They don't know the Dudley culture. I like that. So the we Dudley want way. you, yeah, we want you to yeah. go to go okay. be there and, and be a part of that team, um, you know, um, intimately for a week. Um, and then that puts, you know, faces to people because we do, we mm-hmm. share work across offices, certainly. Um, and so that puts faces when you are having to work remotely with, with right. your team. Um, you, you know that person a little better because you sat next to him for a few days. So That's really neat. I, I, I think that that is, that's interesting. The Dudley way. Yeah. That's, yeah. I just coined that. You did? Here. Yeah. Well, I think we, we ought to get that trademark <laughs> we, we for you before you leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Dudley way. Uh, it's your system. And, you know, many companies actually go so far as to, in that system, actually making that, you know, articulating that in, in a document, and this yes. is the way we do this, and yes. this is the way we do that. Are you all there yet? Oh, I think we're actually, I think we're doing a really great job of that. That's something I would brag on us for, is okay. having established mission and vision and values for what we want to do. And even to the, the you know, year mm-hmm. by year, we've got, we get together every year as a whole team, and we've done this. This will be our third year to do this where we do some really intentional vision planning for the following year. Awesome. So for 2022, that was to establish our systems, our processes, our templates, Mm -hmm. um, our standards really very clearly so that that 
foundational team that we have now is very clear on what it is, okay. is very clear on what we have available, those tools that are available. Um, in engineering, you know, templates and details are, are really important. Mm-hmm. And so um, having those established and really well refined throughout this year right. um, means that we have an entire team of that, that, you know, those 20, 25 people mm-hmm. are going to know that those tools really well. And so when we grow... Uh, what we hope to be explosively in the coming years, right. we have a whole set of people that know the the way, know the Dudley. Know way. the Dudley way. <laughs> it, it's funny, you know, through my through my experience and years working with C suites and other groups, you know, in marketing and others, mm-hmm. is that I find that there are two types of people that become CEOs, and it's not who you think they are. Probably number one is usually an engineer fills that CEO slot, yeah. or number two, it's the accountant. Really no way around it, right? Yeah. That, it, that, I find it over and over. But you would think that uh, as analytical as engineers and accountants are, that 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 things would become very rigid. Things mm-hmm. would become very hard. It would be very ones and zeros and black and white. Yeah. But it, that doesn't seem to happen. Why do you think it is that, that engineers make really great executives? I do think I think engineers have a bad rap maybe for mm-hmm. for being very only being able to stay in the weeds and be very detail oriented. But right. ultimately, if you're a great engineer, you have to be able to see the big picture right. and understand the reasoning around everything. Yeah. And so I think those types of um, engineers that make great CEOs mm-hmm. are the ones that can you know pull out of the weeds, see the big picture, stay focused on that big picture, and right. not get get pulled back down. So with all y'all are doing with you. Y'all, that's a big, good Texas colloquialism, right? But as it goes, <laughs> how, how is it that you are um, transferring all of that value to your clients? How is it you go about doing that? Because I think that's the biggest part of what yeah. we talk about is is how, how – because if you're successful, your clients obviously love you and you're actually doing a good job. So how are you doing that? We um, – I mean, I think we just – we stay very true to those values. Um, mm-hmm. And so we've got four core values that – you know, I'm I'm proud to say I think you could ask anyone on our staff and they'd be able to tell you not only right off the bat what they are but what mm-hmm. they mean. Okay. We over communicate on our values, um, so I think that's really important, you wanna, right? You want to tell me what those values are? Yes. So <laughs> Go for it, yeah. passionate. Okay. Um, we we are passionate about what we do about our structural engineering, about geotechnical engineering, and we know our stuff really well. We study it. Um, Mm -hmm. And we want to constantly not only know it ourselves, but help educate our clients and our collaborators who sometimes have to understand those concepts to understand why we're recommending what we're recommending. So being very passionate about that and knowing our craft is passionate. Um, Construction-wise is another term that we've coined. Um, Oftentimes, engineers get Mm. a bad rap for not knowing what goes on in the field not knowing what's, you know, how things get constructed. Right. And so construction-wise was something that was really important, that really drawn from Drew, um, but that we've made a point to get, you know, our entire team really good at is understanding how things are constructed, making sure people get out in the field, um, and doing having clear constructible drawings. Um, you know what? This is so this and I rabbit trail for a second. Sure. It's very curious because everybody that comes into this podcast and and we start to talk about what one of their core values are. They all and I paraphrase. They all talk about themselves as being a coach that never sees the court and that they they're mm. purposeful 
about making sure that whatever that end piece is, that they know every piece of it and are involved enough to see. And that you're saying the same thing, so that they can see what that what their good ends up looking like. Yes. And that helps drive and yes. help their client as well. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're out in the field, we also, every, actually we have clipboards, you know, where the engineers will bring out the plans and they're looking at the clipboards. At the top of the clipboard hmm. says, ask the contractor what we could do better. Wow. So we're constantly seeking that feedback from our friends in the field. Awesome. Um, so we can do it better next time. Yeah. Um, ex- exceptional communication is the third one. Okay. Um, so another another uh, characteristic of engineers that we get a bad rap for is not being great communicators. Um, maybe maybe it's <laughs> why you know, is that why, why maybe is, it's yeah. that we're introverted. Sure. You know, we're we're shy sometimes. We're nerdy. We're just into the weeds of things. But mm. being exceptional communicators, not only in terms of communicating clearly, but also quick responses. Wow. It's a huge thing. Yes, and, and it is a huge thing. Anytime yeah. we're kind of interviewing a prospective client um, and asking them what they're looking for and what they struggle with, that's always the top thing. Is mm-hmm. well, we've got you know the engineer. They do good work. The engineers we work with, but they're so slow to communicate. Right. Um, and so we want to to buck that trend. Oh, it's a big trend, and, but yeah. it's in it's in every sector. It's in every genre of business. Yeah. And you know that's why companies go and hire people that just communicate. Yeah. That's a big thing. And but here's one of the problems. I don't know how y'all are getting over this. And I want to hear your other values, but today's generation communicates differently, right? Yeah. It's very digital. Mm-hmm. So. How are y'all getting over that? Hmm. And I'll give you a good example. Yeah. So, you know, within the oil field, and I've spent my time there, it used to be that the communication between whoever the contractor, the business partner, as they say today, and, and, the, uh, and the company man was all verbal. Yeah. And today, it's not. No way. No, it's no Text way. Text messages. It makes things really hard to sell. Yeah. 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 I, I think, you know, part of that is, and this this may not be, you know, the sexy answer, but I think part of that is coaching your people. Okay. Um, we have a communication policy um, where we outline what your response time should be, and it's not that maybe you're able to answer the question within this time frame, but, but you, that get back to them. you get back to them and tell right. them, "Hey, I'm working on it. I'm going to figure this out for you. I'll let you know in three days." That kind of thing. Right. So coaching them on how to do that, and really ultimately coaching them on how to cater to that client or or that collaborator. I mean, we work with a lot of Right. collaborators, I say, on the design team, whether it's the MEP engineer, the civil engineer. Um, so our client's usually the architect, um, but we've got other engineers we've got to communicate with. So um, always just, you know, making sure that we're catering to kind of what those those people might need. Yeah. So. You know, it's funny you say that because everybody that comes through here, coaching is like the number one thing they've talked about. Yeah. It used to say that that was working on the business, not working in the business. But, you know, making sure that people have that ability to communicate is, is, is one of the key differentiators in companies today. Yeah. So many don't. I think so, too. I mean, I think yeah. we've, we've got, we've had this reputation for exceptional communication, so we really see the value in it, and, and it sets us apart. So it's something we've got to hold on to and, and continue to do well. Right. Um, so the last, the last core value, another one we kind of, term we made up is pro-team, okay. meaning we are for the team. Um, that's both internal and external. Hmm. Um, we care about each other. We care about each other's growth. Um, we want to raise each other up and give each other opportunities. Um, wow. I always say, you know, just to kind of uh, footnote it here, I want to hire people that want to take my job. 
I want to hire people that want to take their boss's job. Mm-hmm. That means that their boss can go and do the next thing, and we're we've got a solid you know team member here ready to right. do that that job. Well, and what that echoes to me is that it's a legacy business. Yeah. Right. Yep. You want you want that legacy business. So many companies today, and and you know we we pick and choose who's going to be clients, but those those that that don't want to be a legacy business we find are not as vested in the process mm-hmm. and the outcome as well. Yeah. You know they're judging themselves on growth, and that's not always what people are looking for. Especially right. your clients, they want somebody that they know right. more and more today. Yeah. That's it, and we that that is something kind of an underlying um, factor in our vision, especially for Drew and I, mm. is to make sure that we have. It's not all about you know. It started with Drew, right? But we don't want it to just be all about Drew, right? We want our clients not only being okay with calling the other guy or the other girl, yeah, but they want to call the other guy or other girl because they yeah. know they're going to get taken care of and they have that relationship, right? So. We're really trying to build a team where um, there is that legacy, and we have a whole group of people that can do just as good of a wow. job, if not better, yeah. than you know whoever came before them. You know, it's been our experience that we, if if, if a company's go to market strategy and and the the year the annual contract amount is past a certain amount and, and it gets to higher dollars, that really that go to market strategy ends up being about being a thought leader. It does in many ways today in the content that comes through there. But that being said, that if we base the whole thought leadership piece on one CEO, mm-hmm. that company, and, and that's the only person that they can happen, it is as soon as that person leaves, that company goes through a very strong downtime, a struggle. But if it's about the whole company being the thought leader, yeah. we tend to have more long-term success with that on yeah. the marketing side. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's important. Um so what do you do to how is that? What are you doing to build teams? What what do you what does your day look like when you're building teams? Um, I I would say over communicating is is the key yeah. there. Communicating that those values and those visions and and really that feedback mm-hmm. um, of what's been done well and what has not. Um, I think that's something that's differentiated us is yeah. being able to provide that feedback and whether that be the just in time on the project kind of stuff. Hey, right. you didn't detail this very well. Did you really think through this? Um, and it's it's very direct, and that yeah. that is a cornerstone of our culture. And so we yeah. do tell people when we're interviewing, we set those expectations of you're going to get direct feedback. You know, can you handle it? Are you coachable? Can you handle <laughs> right, it? Right. Um, so that's really important when we're when we're building the team. But when we're kind of developing the people that we have, mm-hmm. feedback is so important. Right. And it's, so it's that project, that just-in-time feedback. We do quarterly reviews. Um, so we have a formal conversation mm. um, with our employees every quarter. Not only do they get to see where they stand and what their performance is like, they get to hear from their peers. They get to hear from their managers okay. that they've worked with. They wow. get to hear from maybe people that report to them right. um, and what the feedback is about um, about how their performance is, how they can improve. Um, they get to hear from their clients um, about what, what they've been doing. Great. Really? So yep. you go as far as to actually do the, the feedback and the customer's experience and what that sounds like. Yep. Yeah, we do that. And it's uh, kind of the 360-degree review. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, yeah they, they get that feedback quite a bit. Um, and they also get to see, well, one, they get to have an opportunity all the time, really, but mm-hmm. in formal conversation setting um, to give us feedback all the time, the company, management, where we're going, what we're doing or not doing yeah. to support them. So we hear from them. 
and then they get to see a lot of the the um, how the company's doing from a financial perspective, um, and you know we really have a conversation about about how sure. in there. Yeah. Well, that but the thing you so I'm going to go back to your your client being able to really articulate how service yeah. is right. When you very first get the client, how do you articulate that you're going to ask that out of them? I mean, I'm sure that they don't mind doing it, but 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 how how do you how do you start that? As far as getting that feedback, yeah, I I don't know that we've really prefaced it. We we tend to just send kind of, and it's we want to be respectful of our clients' time certainly. Mm-hmm. So we try to keep it very um, kind of short. And then of course, if they have a lot to say, they'll say it. Right. You know. Um. But but asking the basic questions, and again, they center around our core values. How did this person communicate? Um, was she pro team? Was she? Did she take a helpful approach? Right. Um, when some when a conflict came up, um, you know, did he uh, was were our drawings construction wise the drawings that he gave you? Um, so th- all of those kind of things we center around those core values and kind of let them take it from there. Wow, wow, very customer oriented. Yeah. How long? What is the life value of your customer? And I don't want a number. I'm just like, do mm-hmm. they do they stick with you for for? Do you yeah. have clients that just keep coming back and you have a book of business that you can count on? Yeah, we've been very blessed to not only have great return clients, but a lot of referral business. Right. Um, and and I think in in this type of industry. Um, business development is important, but more so it's how you perform mm-hmm. and being able to have those repeat clients that will tell their, you know, right. tell their friends. It's a small industry, honestly. So really? if okay. you're doing, if you're doing, I mean, if you're doing a great job, mm-hmm. you know, people that, that word is going to get around is what I mean by that. What do you do for BD? Do you have, do you have designated engineers that are doing BD? What do you do? We have a few people that really enjoy that and they have strengths in that. And, mm-hmm. um, but it's not something we do heavily at this point. Um, we have in, in this year, our goal was really to pull back, rein it in and focus on our systems, our values, our internal processes and tools. Right. So we intentionally said we're not going to go seek out new clients. And of course, you started getting a bunch of new clients when you focused on the other thing. And we set our goals, you know, our financial goals. We set that way, (laughs) and then we, you know, the first half of the year, I mean, it was insane. Right. Um, Probably thirty percent over where we wanted to be. Yeah. Um, But we've we've reined that back in, and at this point, you know, sometimes we have to turn down certain types of work so that we can. You know, invest in ourselves and so that we can do job. better next time. Right. You know? So that that will be on the horizon um, in the coming years. But for right now, we're really yeah. keeping the keeping it close to the vest as far as our clients. Well, and I think that that's that's a wonderful thing. If you, if you know what your bandwidth is and you can deliver what you say you can deliver, then yeah. that's the best way of yeah. doing it. Yeah. In a way, it's a kind of a supply and demand thing, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, the if 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 there's a demand but your supply is lower, it also it also kind of put you in that 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 place of of being you know the the gold standard yeah right and that's yeah. that's where you need to be yeah, yeah that is that is really awesome now through all of this it all sounds cheery now i'm sure that there was <laughs> there was a moment right where sure. y'all were up at night and you're going how are we ever going to pull this off when, when was that moment definitely the uh i think the hardest thing that we've had to do is we have we've had to let people go and um, that is hard because you know. I mean, that's that's the mm-hmm. one of the hardest things a person could go through is to lose their job. Right. Um, it's hard, you know, on you having to to do it and make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just heartbreaking. Right. But at the end of the day, um, 
we've done it and I, I think that we're better for it because if there's nothing more draining to an organization than to keep people, you know, on the bus, so to speak, that just don't fit right. and aren't providing value. It's very demoralizing right. to your, you know, to your team that is providing a lot of value. Yes. Um, and so we, we do make those hard decisions when we have to. Um, that is so hard. Yeah. You, it's almost really hard in the beginning though, because a lot of people, it, a lot of, it's hard to tell whether or not they're producing, right? Especially if you're busy enough. And, you know, that, that whole metaphor of being on the ship and you have somebody steering the ship, you have somebody along for the ride and somebody drilling a hole in the ship <laughs> while you're moving. You can pick out the ones that are drilling the hole, right? Yep, yep. But the ones that are just along for the ride right. sometimes blend in. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's killer. And, you know, I, you're starting to hear this term, this quiet quitting term. Um, this is the third around. time in three days I've heard that oh term. Oh my gosh! Yes. It, it's yeah. it's so sad, you yes. know, to hear that kind of that sentiment from mm-hmm. people, employees, and it's such a shame for employers. I mean, to right. me, it means we have a as a society, maybe we have a culture of not managing our people very well, not managing um, their product, not only their production, but their right. opportunities. Right. Um, if people are on in your company that aren't excited about what they're doing, then right. why are they there? Right. Um, I mean, that, that's, you know, to me, I think on the employee, go find something you like to do. Mm-hmm. How, how shameful to be, you know, sitting around hating your job and not pouring right. yourself into it. And, and it's really not fair on the client. It's not fair on the client. And that, that's the main focus. You know, they're, they're the ones that are actually our bosses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and that they, they drive that. You're not being sure. a good steward of your, of your client's money. And ultimately it, it doesn't do well for society. Right. Um, I, I, you know, um, I'm not giving any excuses. I think that in a way, we have kind of done that to ourselves, though, yeah. right? And it's two. It's there's two forms of that. Number one is uh, we have we've kind of trained people up to say, "Hey, here's where you start. This is what success looks like," and I'm going to drive you through every single one of the steps through there. Mm-hmm. And and many many employees today are just waiting to be driven that way. Yeah. And but. If you're if you are in a if you're in a company that doesn't think that way and you have to be creative and you have to be self driven and everything else that just doesn't work right right yeah and getting over that is is sometimes difficult to be able to get those behaviors where they need to be yeah yeah definitely yeah been there done that yeah but cool so what so after you let people if you've had to let people go and you've been through that dark moment. How, how do you how do you take care of that mentally? What do you do after that's done and, and pick up and keep moving? What do you how's that, um, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean in the in the moment we certainly um, one you know before something like that uh-huh. has to happen we make sure that we have given every opportunity right. for that person to understand the expectations to we've, fit into the Dudley way to fit into the Dudley way we've yeah. coached till we're blue in the face okay. and it's just not working right um, and so they know. If that's happening, right. you know they they shouldn't be surprised. So we want to always set them up to right. kind of know. Really, it's all about expectations. Well, yeah, it is. Let's talk about the horizon. Yeah. Now it's so funny. So the other day, I had a I had another person in this, and I said, "Hey, I want to. I, I want you to tell me what your big goal is." And and they're like, "Okay, we don't do goals." It threw me off. Right? Where are we going to go <laughs> in this conversation? What about you? What What does that horizon look like for Dudley? Um. Gosh, so so growth is definitely on the horizon. Um, we've we've opened these other offices, Houston mm-hmm. and Austin, and and while growth, as you mentioned, is not always the key target, it is something now that we know that's a part of 
a lot of our current team's opportunity right. is that growth. So to, to support um, those opportunities that, that they see in front of them, we've got to grow and give them yeah. you know, a team to mentor and a team to coach um, and see what they can create. Because people focus on what you're going to measure. So if you have a measure for that growth, they're going to get on board. Yeah. As hard yeah. as that may sound, that's, that's truth. Yeah. 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 So tell, so tell me some more about that. So you're, so you're building these little teams. You've got yeah. this on the horizon. To scale and to do that is an expensive endeavor, mm-hmm. right? But it's also time-consuming. It takes your mental energy. It's, it's, it's huge. Yeah. How many shops are you going to put up? We know in the immediate future we'll have Houston, Austin, DFW, right. and College Station. Yeah. Um, we long-term, I mean, I'd say in the in the five- to ten-year range, we want to go national. Okay. Um, we want to be sort of a household name as far as structural engineering and geotechnical engineering go. Wow. And and we're, we're very ambitious in that, and I, I think you'll see us there um, in that time frame, certainly. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, we... we uh, we expect to grow a lot, but to maintain those standards um, and and really maintain that culture, maintain the Dudley way, mm-hmm. um, we're we're investing a lot right now, um, and so we're we're very intentionally doing that. Not only with uh, financially, right, getting an office going, right. furnishing the office, um, but also investing in more people to support that. So mm-hmm. our administrative staff is, is increasing a little bit to prepare for that. Right. Um, and so we want to stay ahead of, ahead of that wave of the growth of the engineering team. We've got to stay ahead of that administratively too. Um, but also investing in our people in terms of leadership and training and, and helping them learn how to then manage that growth on their own. Cause it, it can't all fall to, right. you know, Drew Taylor and I, um, it's, it's got to trickle down and, and, those responsibilities have to spread. So yeah, I'm a firm believer that. Wow, just kind of. Re- re- I keep saying it over and over, and people are going to go, "Wow, you're using the same thing." But you know, when it comes to that process, and it comes to what happens, is that you can outlead bad process, but you can't outprocess bad leadership, right? And mm-hmm. so, obviously, something really is going right at Dudley as far as the leadership piece, right? So. What are you most proud of about that leadership piece? What What do you think that behavior is that's really just the differentiator? I think it goes back to one of those one of those values of just being incredibly passionate about what we do. Um, we are um, we just pour ourselves into it. and We love what we do, and I, I mentioned earlier it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. Um, I never I never dread you know going to the office because I love being around <laughs> our awesome. group. Um, so How many I, people can say that? Yeah. Right. Right. It's it's you know, obviously there needs to be more of that. So yeah. we really hope to you know ultimately spread that. Um, and impact the most amount of people in terms of who's working with us um, so right. that, you know, we can hopefully make society better in that way. Wow. Yeah. That's a big goal. Yeah. We need it. We yes. need to make society better. So I appreciate it. The more <laughs> the more we can get into that, the better. It yeah. seems like some things, sometimes uh, businesses don't focus on that. It's more superficial. Yeah. Right. Because it, around here we say that, you know, good good businesses bring good into the earth. And we totally believe that. And that's the kind of client that we're looking for. One that wants to be legacy, one that, that wants to have not just growth, but the right growth. Mm-hmm. One that wants to do things for the right reasons. Right. And that's, uh, that's way more than impressions. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's why that we don't even drive, but yeah. Yeah. That's unique. Yeah. All right. So, what else do you want to tell about? What else do you want to say about Dudley or yourself? Is y'all are doing this? What is? What's the key? Yeah, there's some. There's a chance for wisdom there. Just let us know because <laughs> we're all looking for it. Yeah, I think um, our uh, 
we, we have to be able to communicate what we're trying to do. And so we've got to be really, you know, internal marketing, if you will, mm-hmm. um, really communicating what we're all about, going back to those, those values, the vision, the mission, but also the lessons learned, right. you know, we've, Every day, right? We've got right. some kind of lesson learned, big or small. And so communicating that and, and helping people to see that and learn from that so that, you know, we don't make the same mistake twice. Right. Um, and, and communicating who we want to be and what we're doing. Um, we've done a lot of um, internal uh, internal communication in terms of sort of a newsletter. We call it the Dudley Digest. They love it. Um, there you go. And so we want people to really know what's going on across the company as we right. grow. Um, and so, you know, talking about who we're interviewing, who mm. we're hiring, who's coming on when, uh, talking about events that are going on, talking about reminders, you know, your next opportunity to get Dudley swag is, is you know, here. Sure. Um, so a lot of internal communication and just so that people are kind of continuously seeing those that consistent message of mm-hmm. what we're all about. That 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 is a huge piece, that internal piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Quick story. I had a grandfather figure growing up that, you know, he, uh, I think he probably worked for DuPont for 45 years. And at the end, they actually gave him the gold watch. And, and there's a deeper story than there, and I won't share it here, but, but man, did he really have to do some sacrifices. He worked in the sulfur unit at DuPont. Wow. If you've ever smelt the sulfur unit, yeah. it's, but he did it his Civil entire life. Civil engineer here. Yeah. Sulfur. <laughs> sulfur. It was horrible. But, uh, but the, at the end of it, they took care of him and he took care of them. Yeah. And even though he worked at the sulfur unit after 45, 40 plus years, he uh, he retired and he was a multimillionaire. Mm. But he was very humble in how he spent money. Mm-hmm. But he took care of everybody. That's that's the kind of culture, you know, that folks are there around here. We say we got to get across the ice, mm-hmm. and that means there's going to be tough things you have to do day to day in work, yeah. right? And we're going to do that for the client. We're gonna we're gonna make it through, and everybody's going to make it with us, and we're going to be successful. But that's our idea. We want people to leave with a gold watch. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Exactly right. And that is another thing we've been, that's been really important to us. We talk about that legacy. We're, we're bringing people into equity. So it's not just Drew and I in ownership. It's, it's the next generation that's coming into equity. Um, As soon as we, you know, we feel like they're meeting these um, expectations sort of of an owner, taking ownership, having that passion, representing Mm -hmm. what we're all about. Um, we're we're giving them those opportunities and it's so incredible. It's yeah. a big difference between being an employee and then your viewpoint when you're an owner. Yes, yes. Yeah, you think about things in a totally very different. different way. Yes. Yeah, that is incredible. Y'all are doing a great job. Thank you so and much. And you know, and I, I also think about your children, what they're going to get to get into someday. You know, not that they will, but man, there's that chance, right? That probably Possibly. brings you a lot of pride. Yeah, fun story. Uh, so we're building our office building here in College yeah. Station. We've got a new office coming next Who's doing early the next year. Just kidding. Yeah, it's some yeah. you know some scrub other. structural engineer. <laughs> no, but um, mm-hmm. we had our foundation poured about two three weeks ago, and our daughter, seven year old. Um, told because we the pour was very early in the morning i think it yeah. started about two or three um she said i want i want you to wake me up so i can go out and see it um and i said really that's awesome ella and she said yeah the the concrete truck is the coolest one that i just want to awesome. see it in action and she she's all about it in fact we're about to pour the the parking lot yep. here in the next week and she said i want to you need to wake me up for that <laughs> that that's a good feeling yes yeah, so that's that, awesome good that's for pretty her. cool yeah. yeah no that's really cool 
need somebody not playing video games but wants to see the concrete. I'm, I'm all down with that. That's right. That's truck. right. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, hey, thanks for coming in. Thank you. I appreciate you. it. But I think people have a better viewpoint now who Dudley is. So many people think engineering firm cold, you know, yeah. and it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. definitely not. It's a real business with real people doing great things. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, we appreciate it.